the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Rightfully Ours. One of the many benefits of being Christian is that there are things that belong to me and you as a result of Jesus Christ shedding his blood for me and you. Things that his blood was shed to make available to me and you. Things that we have a valid and a just claim to. In fact, they're rightfully ours. Not rightfully ours because of anything that we did or deserve, but rightfully ours as a result of what Jesus Christ did for us and then made available to us. According to the word of God, which is always right and true, each and every one of those promises are things that God wants to be possessed and enjoyed by me and you. Things that we have a legitimate and a just claim to because of what Jesus Christ did for me and you. Well, since that's true, and it is true, then we might as well find out what those things are and allow those things to actually be manifested in the lives of me and you. Especially since Jesus bled and died to open the door for them to be received and achieved by me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Rightfully Ours. That's the title of the message. Rightfully Ours. Because it's telling us that things are available to us that are rightfully ours. Things that are available to us that are we have a valid claim to or just right to. But at the same time, we still got to believe that it's true. Because no matter what it is that God has for me and you, we have to believe that it's true for it to be able to manifest for me and you. So although all these wonderful things that God has available to us are true, if you don't believe it's true and you don't believe that it's for you, then you won't receive these wonderful things that God's got planned for you. But look at your neighbor and say, I don't know about you, but I'm going to get mine. Amen. 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 Look at the one on the other side and say, I don't know about you either. I mean, for real. But I'm going to get mine. Praise God. Amen. It don't matter what somebody else do. As long as you believe that it's true, then you'll see the manifestation of these things happening for you. We're going to read the foundational text found in John chapter 10. We'll begin reading at verse 9. Read that, do a brief review, and then move forward into this stuff that I have for you today. And I'm telling you, it's going to bless you in Jesus' name. John chapter 10, we'll start reading at verse 9. It says, I am the door. This is Jesus, of course, speaking. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Of course, that's us. We are people who have entered in through that door. So now we're saved. And we're glad about it, too. On our way to heaven and glad about it. Praise God. And once in a while, we shout about it. In fact, let's do it right now. Go ahead and shout about it. Praise God. Glory to God. So glad we saved. Praise God that we do know what to do. And that's to be able to get as close to God as we can and learn as much as he got for me and you. He says... I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. And, look at that, there's something that comes even after salvation. 
There's more that's available even after salvation, which means not only we, do we not go to hell's fire and now we get a chance to be able to go to heaven, but we also get a chance to have an and in our life. He says, and go in and out and find pasture. That we can be able to go in and out and find pasture in the midst of our lives. Whereas we can have those green pastures that God had in store for me and you. We can be able to drink from those still waters that he had planned for me and you. We can have our cup runneth over because all those things are available to me and you. Now that we have him as my shepherd like we're supposed to. He says that there's somebody trying to stop us though from getting what God has in store for us. He says, the thief cometh not before to steal, kill, and destroy. Now that's what the thief come to do. But I love how he didn't end it with the thief, but he continued it what he's here to do. He said, I am coming that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. We already found out that that means life to the full till it overflows. That's what God wants us to know. That he said, I am coming that you can have that kind of life. The God kind of life. That's what the Zoe is. The God kind of life. He said, I want you to have that kind of life. In fact, we found out already that he said the promises of God are already yea and amen in Christ. He's already said yea to him. He's already said amen to him. Which means that he, all he's waiting for is our yes to match his yes and our amen to match his amen. Because when we do, we'll be a woman and man that steps into the fullness of what God has in store for me and you. And all those exceeding great and precious promises that he made available to me and you will actually be exceeding great and precious manifestations in the life of me and you. We found out, he says, that I have not seen, ear have not heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man the things that I got planned. We're prepared for those that love me. That word prepared means made ready, which means they're already there. Just like if I knew you was coming, I'd bake you a cake. Well, he, well, see, the Lord knows everything. He already knows what's coming. And so he got everything set and waiting on you, too. It's already prepared and it's already made waiting on you. He just waiting on you. You think you waiting on God. God say, actually, I'm waiting on you. Praise God, because the stuff has already been made ready. All you need to do is do what I tell you to do. And that's believe and you'll receive the things that I have in store for you. But unfortunately, we found out, although many people hear about all these great, great, exceeding great and precious promises that God has in store for them. They really don't believe that it's for them. They really don't believe that it's rightfully theirs. Who, me? I don't think I can have nothing like that. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah, you can have it. God wants you to have it. He said he did. And he ain't lied about nothing. And he don't start lying now. He wants us to know that you can rely on him and trust how he said he will do what he'll do. And if we do, and, 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 and then he'll appropriate those things into our life like he wants to. We've been looking recently at one of the many things that uh, he makes available to me and you that are rightfully ours. Things that we have a just claim to. Things that belong to me and you. Things that we have a valid claim to. Praise God. Why? Because of the blood was shed for me and you to be able to purchase these things for me and you. This is the one we've been working on for the last few weeks or so. And that is the right to receive wisdom from God. The right to receive wisdom from God. Now, once again, that's one that most folk don't really think that much about. And when you're going to get the money, praise God. Well, see, if you ain't got the wisdom of God, even if I gave you some money, you'd lose it. Praise God, because you wouldn't know what to do with it. Does that make sense? You wouldn't know how to use it. The right to receive wisdom from God is a very important thing that we can receive. Well, we can receive the knowledge of what is true and right, coupled with the just judgment as to an action. So we can know how to conduct ourselves and deal with things and handle things so that everything can work out the way God wants them to do. We found out that we can have the true insight into the matter and, and, and get away from the false insight into the matter so that we can be able to move forward into things no matter what happens in the midst of our lives. We can know exactly what to do to handle every situation we find ourselves into. God's wisdom is, is powerful and is promised to God's people. 
More recently, we've been looking at it's wise to receive wisdom from God. It's wise to receive wisdom from God. And it is, too, because wisdom we found out is in the book of Proverbs is at the top of the list of the things that we should get, much less desire. It's at the top of the list. Numero uno that we need to receive is wisdom. Because he's saying that you ought to get wisdom. That's the principal thing. It's first on the list. It's number one on the list. Because wisdom is very, very, very valuable. We found out it's more valuable than, than silver and gold. It's very valuable to attain wisdom. As, and, and, and it's also very detrimental to not do so. Just like it's very valuable and beneficial for you to be able to receive wisdom. It's very detrimental if you don't do so. Wisdom is beneficial to anybody who receives it. Don't matter who you is. If, as long as you is and you're willing to receive the wisdom of God, then it'll benefit you greatly. The man or the woman of God who obtains wisdom, we found out, is a happy person. In fact, it says, oh, how happy. In fact, I think that's where they got that song from. Oh, how happy you have made me. Praise God. Hey, they better been talking about the Lord. Praise God. If they wasn't, they better been talking about the Lord. Because he's the only one going to make you that happy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because he can have some happenings happen in your life that will make you happy. Praise God. It's, but, but wisdom is what sets it all off. Because even when evil comes into our lives, we found out God is there to be able to share us the wisdom to show us how to be able to handle whatever that happens in our life. So we don't do dumb stuff that opens the door for the devil to do more dumb stuff in the middle of our life because of a bad move that was made by me and you. But we can be able to do a wise thing and operate like we ought to so that God can be able to then come through and make everything work out well for me and you, just like he said he would. Because the wisdom that's received from God causes even our enemies to shake their head. We look, that's where we left off. It causes even our enemies to shake their head. Well, they be sitting there like, man, how you get out of that? How, how, how did this not work? This worked on everybody that I did it on but you because they don't have the wisdom of God like we do. Wisdom of God is some very valuable stuff. Now, the results that a person will experience in their lives when they have an operate in the wisdom of God are so much better than when a, per, than when a person doesn't have and operate with it. I said the results that a person will experience in their lives when they have an operating God's wisdom are so much better. So much better. So much better than when a person doesn't have an operate in it. I'll show you some scriptures that prove that to you. Praise God. Show you some scriptures where some other people testified in the Bible about what happens when a person has wisdom and how important it is to have wisdom. Their testimony was so powerful, God included in scripture so that we can be able to see it, so that we can be able to receive it too. Let's start here. Ecclesiastes chapter 2. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Ecclesiastes chapter 2. By the way, it's good to see y'all today. Uh, it's good to be seen in the house of God doing what so few do. Come and get some more word in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week, like we ought to. Praise God. They ain't got no trouble stopping at Whataburger. Praise God to get something for their natural. It's so good that they can stop in the house of God and get something for their supernatural. Praise God. We are wise people. Y'all are wise people for being up in here. You could have been sucking on a shake right now. Eating a taco or something. Praise God. Thinking like, man, this is life. No, it ain't. It's Amen. It's, all, it's good now. We can get one later. Hallelujah. But, but at the same time, this is what real life is right here. Ecclesiastes chapter 2. There's an excellency in having wisdom that far exceeds not having it. There's an excellency in receiving wisdom 
that far exceeds not happening. So we're going to look here at an account of when after looking over his life and all the things that he did, we're going to see where Solomon saw that wisdom was very, very, very valuable. He's going to look back over his life at all the times and the decisions that he made throughout his life. Some decisions he made without wisdom. Anybody ever been there, did that, made a decision without wisdom? So you already know what this is going to go then. Praise God. And some decisions that he made with wisdom. And we're going to see him compare the two and begin to say which one was better in his, you know, wise estimation, which one was better. Well, of course, you already know which one's going to be better. Operate, having and operating with wisdom was much, much better. Solomon can testify about it. Let's see what he said. We're in Ecclesiastes chapter 2. Let's begin reading at verse 11. It reads, then I looked on all the works of my hand that my hands had wrought and on the labor that I had labored to do. And behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit. And there was no profit under the sun. And I turned myself to behold wisdom and madness and folly. For what can the man do that cometh after the king? Another way of phrasing, who can do more than I did? In the natural, he talking about, we know Jesus can, but we talking about in the natural. He said, man, who could do more than me? Which means that somebody can't come after me and say, well, look, I did this and did this and did this that you didn't do. So I got a little bit more insight than you do. He said, no, nobody did more than me. Come on. Solomon was like, he had the ability to be able to go to the extreme in everything. When he thought, when he said, well, let me see whether education will do it. He ended up having the best education that money could buy. Had more degrees than a thermometer. He was like, he was just wisdom coming out, uh, education coming out to Gazoo. When he thought women could do it, homie had hundreds of wives and, hun- and hundreds of concubines. Concubines is, yeah, you know, you know. Anyway, anyway. he had hundreds of both of them. When he tried, when he wanted to try liquor, he had more liquor than you could even shake a stick at. The best of lines and the best of liquors and liqueurs and creme does and all that kind of stuff. Best of it. When he tried anything, I mean, he listed it. He, 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 he tried everything. He accomplished in life, in the natural, other than Jesus Christ, more than any man ever accomplished in terms of the things he could put together and do. Feats that were like staggering in terms of what this man accomplished with the people that you know, he had working with him too. And he said, so after I did what I did, who going to come after me and second guess what I'm about to say? This is the basic premise behind what he's saying. Verse 13, he says, then I saw that wisdom excelleth folly as far as light excelleth darkness. So Solomon concluded after he done did all he can do, did everybody he wanted to. Accumulate anything that he wanted accumulated. I mean, had kings and queens coming bowing down at his feet on a regular basis. I mean, did everything that we could even think to try to do. And he stood at the end of that and then looked back over his life. And he concluded that wisdom excelleth folly. Now, once again, it's easy to be able to say that when you ain't doing nothing. 
and you ain't did nothing. Because you still, it's quiet as kept, think that other things could possibly do better and, 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 and work better for you. But when you done did everything, and you done tried everything, everything that everybody says is great, everything that everybody says is better, everything that everybody else says is wonderful, and then you look back up to your life after that and conclude clearly that wisdom excelleth folly. Now, when he says it excelleth folly, the word excelleth right there means preeminence. That wisdom takes preeminence over folly. Preeminence is imminent above and beyond others. Imminent above and beyond others. It's superior and it's surpassing. It's superior and it's surpassing. Whereas Solomon recognized that wisdom is imminent above and beyond any other thing that man or woman may consider having, using, or doing when determining what it is that they want to do and how to do what they're going to do. He said, if you're going to make a decision about what you ought to do, if you're going to make a decision about anything that you're considering doing, wisdom excelleth folly. Wisdom is superior to anything else that you could ever use to get ready to make that decision. It surpasses anything else that a man or woman may consider having or using. Wisdom beats it all. In fact, it translates better and or uh, better than. It also translates better or better than. So Solomon was saying, if you're considering doing anything and you're using any idea or any thought to make your decision, wisdom is better. If you're using any, if you're thinking of using anything to be able to make your decision, wisdom is better. Well, you know, I was thinking about going to get a self-help book. Wisdom is better. Well, I was thinking about going and asking some people who did it before. Wisdom is better. Well, I thought I could get wisdom from them. Maybe, maybe not. But one place you definitely can get wisdom is from God. Does that make sense? Because you might think they're successful, but they just might have been successful at ripping somebody off. Wisdom is better than anything else. It's better than folly. Now, folly means silliness. So he compared wisdom to everything else. And he categorized wisdom as wisdom. And he categorized everything else as silliness. So after looking back over his life and all that he had did, Solomon labeled anything that was done or decided upon by him without wisdom, silliness. He said, if I did it and it's outside of this wisdom that I found out about, it was silly. That I was silly for even thinking that I could do that. Silly for even thinking that I should do that. Silly for even thinking about that. Look at your neighbor. Say, you know, there's more silly people in the church than you can shake a stick at. Tell them. Say, there's more silly people that I know than you can shake a stick at. Tell them. Tell them. See, I wanted you to say it so they don't get mad at me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because there's more silly people that's walking around than you can shake a stick at. Ask me why. Because they don't consider wisdom. They just know what they want to do. They just know, you know, where they want to go. They just know, they just know what they, what they know. Hold, hold up. Solomon said, I tried all that. And I, and, and I saw where it got me. And I'm coming here to tell you wisdom. In fact, one of his names was called the preacher. The preacher come. Here come the preacher. The preacher came and told him, that's silly. That's silly. Could you imagine you get ready to do something, somebody tap you on your shoulder and say, excuse me, that's silly. Could you imagine you getting ready to do something, invest in something, handle something, go, go do something. You know, go buy that house you always wanted. Go get that car you always wanted. And somebody tap you on the shoulder and say, excuse me, that's silly. Amen. That's silly. Now, pause and think about that. 
because homie had on his list of accomplishments what people would consider greatness. But he called it silly. And he said wisdom is what this thing is really all about. It's folly. It's silliness. Silliness means absurd, ridiculous, and irrational. He said, I looked at everything else I did outside of wisdom and I saw that it was absurd. What I'm doing with all these women? I'm silly. This is ridiculous. With all these concubines and all these, all these wives. Even though you only got one wife, everybody else is, leave it alone, Rodney. You only got one, you only got one wife. Praise God. Everything else is ridiculous. Amen. Amen. Because the truth is in it when they're told it's hard enough for a man to deal with one wife. Hallelujah. He going to go get another one? That's absurd. That's silly. That's just silliness. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And irrational. He said it's just irrational. Irrational meaning you ain't got no ration in it whatsoever. It's, it's, it's not rational at all. It's just irrational. The word silliness also means weak-minded or lacking good sense. Weak-minded or lacking good sense. Stupid or foolish. So he said, all this other stuff that I did outside of wisdom was just stupid. I was weak-minded to even consider it. I was lacking good sense. Ain't that what old folk be saying on young folk a lot of times? You ain't got good sense. And Solomon the king, outside of David, the most noted king in Israel's history, was considered Lacking good sense by a lot of things he do. Anybody ever seen somebody do things and you just think in the back of your mind? You might want to tell them, but sometimes you don't tell them. You're like, that didn't make no sense. That, you lack good sense just to even consider doing that. You know how people get tired of a job and quit it and say, I'm going to go find another one? You lack good sense. <laughs> no, you go find another job. And then after they accept you, then you quit it. <laughs> anyway. He did a lot of food. That's why it also translates foolishness. Solomon compared how much wisdom is better than folly by comparing it to how much light is better than darkness. He said, I want you to know it's not just better. I want you to know how much better. It's as better as light is to darkness. That's what he was saying. It's as better as light is to darkness. Now, light is a whole lot better than darkness. I said a whole lot better than darkness. Let your lights get cut off tonight. Hallelujah. You'll find out light is a whole lot better than darkness. Hallelujah. Especially when you're trying to get to where you're trying to get to. Especially when you're trying to see what you're doing. Darkness can happen. You can't even see what you're doing. Ooh, ah, boom, ah. You're running into stuff, falling over stuff, tripping over stuff, overlooking stuff because you can't see right. You're trying to do something successful. You need some light. Turn the light on. I'm trying to see something. Praise God. It's just about everything you do in light. Life is, light is better. Life, light is better than darkness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the same way, wisdom is better than folly or foolishness. Wisdom is better than folly or foolishness. Especially when you're trying to get to where you're going. You need wisdom. Especially when you're trying to see what you're doing. You need wisdom. Especially when you're trying to do something successful in life. You need wisdom. It's just... About everything else in life. It's above everything else in life is wisdom. Wisdom is far better than folly. Than foolishness. And keep doing stupid stuff. Over and over and over again. And still upset about. Well I'm not getting nowhere. It's because you're dealing. You're doing stupid stuff. It doesn't seem stupid to us when we're doing it. 
it seems like the right thing to do because the Bible said there are things that seem right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And then we look at it like, what just happened? The results of what you did. That's what just happened. But we did because you reap what you sow. That's why it's so important to know what to sow before you sow it. And, 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 and Solomon did that. I bet you he was all excited when he had them hundred wives. Man, he talking to the brothers. Man, I got a hundred wives. I bet you a couple of his guards were saying, man, if you'd have asked me, I'd have told you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, man. <laughs> I can, oh, somebody say stupid. <laughs> so Solomon compared that wisdom is better. See, wisdom is off the hook. If you end up with wisdom, it'll make you so much better. It's better. And if you operate in it, it makes you and everything that you do so much better. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you've seen the importance of our believing that the things are rightfully ours to our receiving the things that God told us in His Word that we can have. I hope even more that the idea of the things God promised in His Word are rightfully ours is inspiring you to receive all that God wants to be received and enjoyed by me and you. I hope you are learning that those things are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.